Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. Shall we pray? Father, we are grateful unto you for the opportunity to be in your presence. Thank you for lifting our heads. Thank you for your word that is coming. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Say a big amen. Romans 14, 21 to 23 said, It is good neither to eat flesh, nor to drink wine, nor anything whereby thy brother stumbleth, or is offended, or is made weak. Hast thou faith? Have it to thyself before God. Happy is he that condemneth not himself in that thing which he alloweth. 23 is very crucial says that and he that doubted is damned if he eat because he eateth not of faith for whatsoever is not of faith is sin praise the lord we're considering the missionary's faith part five the scripture we have just read is telling us one of the importance of faith and then how faith can also impact other people. So here there is this argument about meat that has been sacrificed to idols and whether people should eat this or not eat that and all of that. Paul, in speaking to the church in Rome, told them that, look, it is good neither to eat flesh nor to drink wine nor anything whereby thy brother stumble it. So there are things we do that makes people stumble. Some people get offended, and some people feel weak because they feel like we should not eat pork because Jesus sent spirits into pigs by the seaside. And so if you happen to be eating pork, by someone whose religion does not accommodate that, it may make the person offended, the person weak, and then the person may stumble because they will not deem you to be clean enough. They will now become judgmental because that is what their faith would accommodate. And because all of us are not at the same level of faith, people have different definitions to different things that do happen. And so Paul is saying that there are things we do that makes people stumble. There are things we do that make people um, offended. And things we do that make people weak. We should avoid doing that. I think it's a very good point there. That faith is not just also personal. That faith must have wisdom and tact. Because faith must impact other people. And he said, has thou faith, verse 22, 
have it to thyself before God. So first of all, your faith must be to yourself before God. And you see, the Bible defends itself. When he say, has thou faith, have it to thyself before God, he's saying that there is a realm of faith that is purely based on your personal relationship with God. So first of all, your faith must consider that personal relationship between you and God. Have it to thyself before God. I've already made a statement that your faith must impart other people. But he's saying to us that, first of all, if you have a strong faith, you must be facing God first with that faith. And we will open the argument up as we go forward. He said, happy is he that condemned not himself in that thing which he alloweth. So, he that doubted is damned if he eat because he eateth not of faith. For whatsoever is not of faith is sin. So, here Paul is saying that you that say you have faith can also be affected by what other people are saying. But if you really believe that pork is good for you, consume it without doubting. You believe that dog is good for you, chew it without doubting. Praise the Lord. Do you know what Paul is trying to say? He's trying to say that your faith must not be just based on cultural settings. Because if you are in the south of Ghana, dog is not a delicacy. But if you go to the north, Dog is a delicacy to some people. That's why they don't rest certain animals in certain places. You go to some of the regions, some of the animals are so spiritually defined that, you know, like cat. So when you find yourself, you see that our brothers on the other side, they don't eat pork. So you don't cook pork in their pan. It's not good at all. But Paul is saying that there is a way that when you receive something with thanksgiving and you have faith that what you are eating doesn't defile you, eat it in faith. But when you are eating and you are doubting, you are causing problems to yourself. Are you here? So he's saying that, you see, we should look at a broader argument. And the broader argument is that anything that we are doing that is not backed by faith is error, is sin. That's, he just said it at the latter part of that verse number 23. He says that whatsoever is not of faith is what? Sin. So faith is important so that we do not walk in sin. And this thing he's talking about, he's talking about practices. He's talking about what? Practices. So, I believe that some people here, even today as you are sitting here, they have placed order for pork. <laughs> but if you are chewing it, chew it by faith. 
and make sure that the person who does not see pork to be righteous enough is not affected by your chewing of what pork. That is to say that there is a level of your faith that can impact other people. That's the point I want to make. But here, if we are missionaries, whatever we are doing, we should have two minds. Number one, your faith that must be before God, as he says in verse 22, and your faith that must be an expression of the God in you to make a positive impact on other people or your environment. Are you here? So when you are chewing pork, it doesn't affect God. God is not bothered. But some other people can be bothered when you are chewing your pork. So the one that is before God, keep it private. And the one that will affect other people, make sure that it's not offending them and it's not making them weak. We can be talking about missions, but if we are not taking steps in faith, it's in vain. So anything that we're doing that is not backed by faith has a challenge. So you should be walking in faith, taking steps, making sure that your faith is impacting people positively as a missionary. Now, why am I teaching this? If we happen to be somewhere in Mali, no matter your pork chewing self, try not to take it there. Because Malians are predominantly Muslims. And they abhor pork chewing. Two of us. So, what the Bible is saying, there's a way that you can accommodate people you want to win for Christ. Because of the context in which the understanding is and the context in which they operate. So, your faith must give allowance to some of the people that you want to win. That's why Paul said, I became all things to all men, that by all means I would win some. So, you that is walking in faith, you also don't condemn. Because in that verse 22, he said, Has thou faith? Have it to thyself. Happy is he that condemned not himself in that which he alloweth. So that when I am witnessing to a prostitute, by faith, because I'm not doing anything negative with a person, number one, I should accommodate the prostitute that this is what the prostitute does for their livelihood. And that's the state of their life. So I don't go in there to try to criticize or condemn the prostitute. My faith must allow that. I go in there to give that prostitute Christ because at the end of the day, the game changer is not me. The game changer is Christ in you, who is the hope of what glory. Now, if you go in there with a condemning mind, a judgmental mind, you see that you even shut the door to the gospel. Are you here? That's why you saw Jesus eating with people that in his time, they were deemed sinful, glutton, unrighteous. Are you here now? 
A prostitute ran to Jesus. Question is, can a prostitute run to us? That's the question. Can a murderer run to us? So, no matter who they are, our job here as missionaries is to ensure that we give them Christ. And in giving them Christ, you also have to understand their contest so that your faith will be effective. Because when you start making the sinner stumble, the sinner becomes weak, becomes offended. The door is getting shut. Are you here? So the missionary's faith, apart from your dealing, so when you go into your room, then you go and face God without your strong faith <laughs> before God. Then when you meet other people, you have to have a bigger net that can accommodate them. So there are some people who bring to church who will still be drinking. Who will still be smoking. Who will still be doing some things. The missionary must have faith that the transformation is not just an event. It's a process. There are many people we are not reaching out to because we cannot accommodate and they cannot accommodate us. Question I ask is that if you have a sister who is a prostitute, what will you do? And anybody's sister can be a prostitute. If a prostitution is not reserved for only women, there are male prostitutes. And male prostitutes are now even trying to outnumber female ones. Business is booming. When you have a brother like that who is on drugs, what will you do? When it's your family member, it's easier to think that they need some clemency, mercy. But when it's someone's, you forget that we all belong to Jesus. Our faith accommodating people and having an impact on people that it ought to have impact on. I'm feeling this thing. Because a lot more people must be in Christ still carrying their baggage and they must be taught to understand that it is only Christ that takes away the heavy laden. And if your faith cannot accommodate that, I'm telling you the reality that somebody can come to church, receive Christ, and still go back there and continue with their prostitution business. It's a struggle. And the reason why some of these people don't continue their journey with Christ is because we are on and off switches. We are turned on when they are in church. And when we see them there, we are turned off. So the work that we have to do in between to gradually <laughs> plant them, get them rooted in Christ, we get turned off because in your mind, that's a hypocrite. In your mind, that's a sinner right there. But I know, I know that we are here and some people still have some cartoons on their phone. And you even lead prayer. Sometimes you lead prayer. Sometimes once I'm preaching, you are watching pornography on your phone. But you still believe that you are a Christian. 
you believe. Oh. It's a belief. If I saw it, I may be thinking otherwise. But you, you believe that you have received Christ. And as you are here, you realize that the volume of pornographic consumption you used to have is dropping. Kakra, kakra. It's dropping. The word is washing you. This world, eh, it has collapsed. So when you are living in a, a collapsed world, the Bible calls it a perverse and a crooked generation. You cannot have an ideal mind in a collapsed and a perverse generation. You must have a pragmatic, spiritual pragmatism. Yeah, that you perform as occasion what? Demand. Holding your godliness intact. You must be adjustable to all men in order to win them for Christ. So that somebody can share with you that I'm a lesbian and you will still be encouraging the person that, sister, even in your lesbianism, no. Christ loves you. And that, let's do it in kakran kakran. And by the time you know, the same way that when Christ came into the life of Zacchaeus, he stopped stealing and cheating people. That's how the Christ in the person will start modeling the lesbian to start having <laughs> some kind of love for the opposite sex and being straight. Are you here? Are you sure? I like it. They brought the terminology straight. I'm not straight. You are straight. So they know that they are crooked. When somebody is crooked, you don't need to tell them they are crooked. They are already crooked. But we have a duty as missionaries to win these people to Christ. Christ came for sick people. He came for which people? Sick people. Do you know why the Lord is teaching this message this morning? Look at a scripture like Philippians chapter 2, verse number 17. Let's start from 14. Do all things without murmurings and disputings. Paul is speaking. That ye may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God, without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and a perverse generation, or a perverse nation, among whom ye shine as light in the world. So, the Bible recognizes that this is the kind of generation we find ourselves in. I get very surprised when people are surprised that we are in this kind of generation. But the Bible is saying that when you find yourself in a perverse and a crooked nation or generation, you, the son of God, must be blameless and harmless and without rebuke. And you must be shining in that world. Praise the Lord. Ask somebody, are you shining in the midst of a sinful generation? And tell somebody that God is expecting you not to contribute to the crookedness of the nation and the generation. But for you to be blameless as a son of God, to be harmless and to shine. Praise the Lord. Is it clear? Next verse. <laughs> he said, whilst you are shining, this is, you should be holding forth the word of life. He's showing us how to shine. But as a missionary, 
I've come into contact with a lot of lesbians, gay, arm robbers. That, that the missionary, as we read down, you find out that holding forth the word of life, you are working with a tool. And that tool is the word of what? Come on now, talk to me. It's the word of what? It's the word of life. You see, the same way that when you see a witch, you don't kill the witch physically because it's against the law. Don't destroy sinners physically. You have no right to do so. Your job is to give them the word of life. That is a Paul said that holding for the word of life, that I may rejoice in the day of Christ. That I have not run in vain, neither labored in vain. So Paul is talking about his laboring, he being a missionary believer, having the missionary faith. He's laboring. Next verse, watch it. Please follow me. Let's do 17. Say, Yea, and if I be offered upon the sacrifice and service of your faith. Now, that's where I want to preach from. If I be offered upon the sacrifice and service of your faith, I joy and rejoice with you all. So Paul, what's Paul saying? He's saying that, look, as an apostle, as a missionary, I'm going through a lot of things. But one of the things that gives me joy is when I suffer by sacrificing and servicing your faith. Are you here? Come on now. Are you sure you are here? So the missionary's faith is one that sacrifices for the sinner. In order to be able to service the faith of the sinner so that the sinner will be planted in Christ. I'm saying it again. There are members here who are in a relationship that I know they sleep among themselves. But when you come and see, I'm talking with the boys. I'm talking, with, when I brought out the book Sexual Disaster, we had a small meeting there, myself and the boys. Charlie, some of them told me, say, Daddy, my own is beyond disaster. It's a massacre. I've entered calamity, national disaster. I've, I've passed. Ha! One of the guys said that he came to church that day. He's been coming to church with a girlfriend. Uh, when I was preaching in one of the services, the girl just sent a message. He said, I'm not doing again. I'm not doing it. They have been coming to church. They have been doing This is harder your point, sorry, no. And the girl waited. I went, they came to, in the evening, he called, he said, we need to talk. This one that I'm sharing, left, right, center, here and there. From what I have heard today, if you want this relationship to stand apart, yeah, no sex. My job here is not to kill anybody. It's to give you the word of life. The Holy Spirit will work on you in such a way that you now you'll be fine. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And we should be opened up to receive. So every day as I'm laboring, what am I laboring for? I'm sacrificing and servicing your faith. 
I'm sacrificing and servicing your faith. So you too, that is a missionary believer. One of your spiritual duties is to be sacrificing and servicing the faith of others. That is, there are some in our midst who are weak already. And our job is to be sacrificing so that we can service, we can build them up in their faith. Are you here at all? That's why I'm saying that as you are chewing the meat, you know, some are stumbling, some are offended, some are weak. But our job is to be sacrificing. That's why even though I like chewing pork, I won't chew the pork. So that it's a sacrifice to service the faith of the person until we all come to the same stature in Christ. So the question is, since you came into Christ, have you had a passion in your heart to mentor and tutor someone sacrificially to ensure that that person is as strong as yourself or even stronger than you? That's a question you should ask. Because the missionary's faith is not just a personal faith. It's a faith that goes to the nations to disciple people for Christ. And that's a sacrifice. That someone who is in church is in one wahala or the other. And God has given you the privilege to know what they are in. What do you do with such a person? Do you contribute to the gossip do you contribute to the accusation? Do you contribute? What do you do? Your job has been cut for you. This is your term of reference. You sacrifice and service. We, are, we have a teens church. And the teens church, this pastor went to preach one message like that. What message was it? Is it sexual disaster or which one? Sexual disaster. When he closed in a, the boys... Some of the boys and girls came and said, Charlie, daddy, what's your connection? You can't come to church with a perfect mind for everyone. Because <laughs> our faith needs servicing. And that servicing must come by sacrifice. That's why Paul is saying that they are killing me there. They are and I, I see it as I'm laboring. I'm what? Please talk to me. You are what? If you're a missionary believer, you should be what? What are you laboring about? To sacrifice for the servicing of the fate of other people. That's one of the things you can be happy about as a missionary believer. I want to talk about it, Pa. So every day, I'm, every now and then, I'm talking to Minister Nature because he's not there yet. And I'm sacrificing and I'm servicing his faith, talking to some other people. All the leaders here, they need servicing. They need what? Who are you servicing? Do you have a plan to labor? Like labor. Jesus was laboring on the disciples. Sacrificing. That's why he took insult for them. He took insult for them. If you are not careful, you'll be a fine Christian. Who is not interested in any sacrifice. Not interested in servicing other people. 
Are you here? In their faith. But as we go out there, when Jesus said, go. The command was to go and give them Christ and not to leave them. The people we give Christ, they need work to come to a certain level. Hello? Tell somebody, brother, sister, it's time that you become a, a chief marketer for Christ <laughs> and an operations officer for Jesus Christ that you service through sacrifice the faith of other brethren There are some people in church who don't understand some of the things we are doing. What's your job? Your job is not to go and pour fuel in that fire. <laughs> your joy is to, look at the word Paul used. He said that I'm laboring. I'm what? That is going to take pain, time, commitment, dedication. It's going to take intentionality to see somebody who, who is a formulator of bad news in church to transform that person from creating bad news in church, you need to have time. Because some people, their brain just creates. They can create. When they say something, you'll be wondering, is it you they are talking about? Is it this church? It's like they have a different view. It's like they see from a higher realm. Paul said that I am sacrificing and servicing your faith. So please, when you are talking to people, it's not a matter of gossip. It's not even um, towing the line of their weakness. Are you here? Because somebody may be offended. And the person feels so right about their offense. When the missionary believer arrives... With the missionary faith. When Paul ever arrived in such place, what did he do? He sought to use the word of God to build a strong, a deeper understanding for them. And to take them out of what was going to destroy them. It was not to do with them. He didn't say, you are wrong. But he showed them the truth. And he said, maybe this is the way we can go. Are you here? Because normally, when you are dealing with people like that, it, it, you have to take sides. But you can choose not to take sides. When you are building people, you don't need to take sides. The only side you can take is the side of the truth. And you should be skillful and tactful enough not to offend those people with the truth. Because there's a way that they can give you a bitter pill and you feel like this is going to heal me, so it's necessary I take it. But when bitter pill, it stands for bitter pill alone. People don't take it. That's why they mix the bitter pill with some soda. And children, they like to drink it. So as they are drinking the fantano, the medicine is inside. Your ability to do that is important because we will find ourselves in hardcore places. In what? That's why it's a labor. That's why it's a sacrifice. You can't stand accusation. Who will you transform? The missionary faith lays down you, your life, to build the faith of other people. 
You have to lay down your life, your image, your status, whatever it is. You have to lay it down. If you can't stand the negativities that come with the labor, labor. So, you know, please, you have to get to that level as a missionary that by your faith you can just say, Paul said that in Christ I have begotten you. And that with a lot of pains. With a lot of pain. I'm not talking about, it may involve your money, it may involve about showcasing your faith as an example to other people. And building them, you know, in the process. It's one of our cardinal responsibilities. That's why I say that, let your light so shine. In this world that men will see it, men will see it, men will see it. Men, <laughs> human beings, not angels. If your faith is only in the realm of angels, you are not making impact. People who are offended must be brought into good spirit because you are relating with them. But when people are offended and you go and relate with them and you add to the offense or you encourage their offense, you are not being a missionary. That's, that's the preaching I'm preaching now. Because when people are offended, they stop doing the work of God. They stop growing in their faith. So Paul wrote a lot of letters to the churches. Begging them to move from their offense. So that they can further the cause of the gospel. Because when people stumble, when people are offended, when people are weak, they stop growing. So when you see people weak, and people can be offended, they can be right to be offended. They might feel that really, I'm offended. I'm emotional. I'm just, that's fine. That's them. Help them in their faith. Do what? Please, I can't hear you. What should you do? Help them. <laughs> because the person who has become a lesbian, it is somebody who helped them to become. Is that also? The person was laboring. In fact, the person was so intentional that, Chale again, no offense. It was somebody's sacrifice and service of the belief system of the person. So if you also don't pay attention on the other side, say, there's someone running this lady towards this place. I'm also going to run this lady towards Christ. And we just do touch and go. All we do is touch and go. People raise questions and we don't have answers. Or if we even have answers, we don't have the time. Because we don't understand. But why, you a girl, why are you talking to me? That, as if you know, now you have decided that you are a boy. So what? You should have answers. <laughs> you should deal with it. Deal with it with prayer. Deal with it with answers. Deal with it. Bind. Cast out. Are you here at all? Is God talking to somebody here? Yes. If I were to give this microphone to people here, they would tell you about their experiences. How they almost jumped into a pit of hell. But somebody somewhere labored to service their faith. That's why they are useful for Christ today. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. <laughs> tell somebody I'm going to sacrifice. And I'm going to service the faith of people. Church there is not for just jumping. 
If all we do is jump in and there's vibe in our church, come to the keeper's house and see. No, that one is there. <laughs> it's for fellowship. Then after that, there's the work. There's what? The work of the missionary. This man, he used to tell me, he said, ah, he's understanding a lot of things. Because he's my PA. He's just seeing the way I handle things. Ha. This man is a soldier. But he says, ah, this time, no, he has Tsima for people. Do you understand Tsima? <laughs> he can even project and predict what people will do. And he's prepared to help them. Oh. Because if you don't do that, people who would become useful to God in the future, we will, we will kill them now. We will what? Yeah. Charlie, right now, there are some people I'm dealing with, I don't like their attitude. I don't, I don't even like their mindset. I don't, nah. But that is why it's a labor. That's why we are not, it's not... It's not a love matter. It's a labor. When you are dealing with a difficult client, what do you do? What do you do? <laughs> Your purpose is to ensure that you don't lose the client and you get them even to do more business. Is that also? Yeah. And forget about the negativity of your company and your brand. Yeah. Sometimes you even give them souvenirs. Accommodate. Client is always right, but we know that they are not always right. But we have to make sure that we rather put something in them that keeps them there and makes them still do business with us. So many people have fallen off the kingdom of God because we don't have this mindset as missionaries that this is part of our faith. Now, let's read on. I think the message, the once message Gives responsibility. See that many people are bored. <laughs> it's like when school fees is coming, people don't like school fees at all. Eh, babium. Yay. <laughs> Yay. If I, the verse even started with yay. And if I be offered, Paul is saying, if I be offered upon the sacrifice, you are offering yourself. You are offering yourself. Come and see maybe mommy and myself doing premarital counseling for people who want to marry. We call them one by one. Charlie, he chop the girl. Charlie, he chop the boy. Say, Charlie, this is no go work. If you want this thing to work, God's blessing to come. Stop the chop. Sometimes the battle is between one who has caught the mind of God that I go stop. And one will say that, Charlie. Last one. So what do we do? We stick with the one who wants to follow God and build strength for that one. And then with time, you see that the others, they follow suit. Because some people, they were chopping before they even joined the church. And the chopping didn't stop. Maybe it reduced. But it didn't stop. It started stopping when they started hearing a certain word. But then, look around there. Wow, I said, Charlie. 
Why is your face straight? I'm doubting some of you, by the way. I see your face. You know? Suspecting some people here. There are some people who say that this is a child of God, but he's walking in error. So what do we do? You offer yourself. If you see, come and see the offering of our time and other people to try to get people to be on the right path, to be blessed. It's not the sex you are having there. <laughs> it is the trouble is going to bring you spiritually and physically in your future. Yeah. But it takes time. It takes offering yourself as a missionary. Charlie, we have work to do for Christ though. Praise the Lord. And if you are not sacrificially offering yourself, you see that you can't do it. You are there, you see, you are so personal. Yeah, me dream me, huh? Me cry near so many doors. But you are in, you are in already. You are in. It doesn't matter how many children a teacher has. When that teacher goes to school, he takes care of other people's children. And her own children might not have the quality hand taking care of them. But once he's in the work arena, he has to take care of other people's children. Two of us. So we are already in the kingdom. And we are expected to do it. Hey. So he said, he said that if I be offered ah, upon the sacrifice and service of your faith, I joy and rejoice with you all. I the reason why you cannot be happy when somebody is singing is that your contribution there is small. When somebody has become a pastor, you are not happy. Or you don't see because where is your investment? Are you here? Sometimes getting a job for somebody is part of your missionary's faith. That stabilizes the person. Now we can put the word of God in their heart. Because when people don't have money, they want to do other things. They are bored. They, they have time for many other things. So every time there is something that you have to do as a missionary to make you happy that this is what I have done with my faith in the lives of other people. Your success is in the success stories of other people you have labored to service their faith in Christ. You are there to ensure that I am a mechanic. When you take that, your bogus car to the mechanic shop. They don't care the mud under the car, the whatever under the car. They don't tell you, okay, take it to washing bay before you bring it. They, they just go down there and they start looking for whatever is messed up there. They start, are you here at all? They start sorting you out. When we are so clean that we don't want to lie down to ensure that other people stand. But if you see me standing here, <laughs> I am the harvest of someone's labor. Hello. Come on now. Hello. You have to start your journey now. Yeah. As for <laughs> some people, I can always use them for an example. This one. There's one girl like that we used to, we were taking care of. You even go to the school to visit her. She, she has her own preferences. And she would threaten you on top. And we didn't give birth to her. 
Once she saw that, oh, we are ready to labor and service her faith in Christ, you know. Ha. Just say, Yansako Shenenum. So as she was chewing our hand, you know, we too were making sure that any bad thing she has eaten, we were making her to vomit out all those things. So the same hand that was being chewed was also making her do all. By the time she knew, you know, all her sexual immorality mindset, you know, has been turned into a worshiper. But cut your back out. <laughs> so some of you are here you have capabilities you can do some things for the work of God to, to just you see that go to another level but I said Paul said if I be offered and you'll be on a friend if I be offered you can't sit and watch. I'm preaching this message, Pa. You have to. <laughs> you have to rise up. Pastor would not come and say, oh, now, no, go and do it. Do I know what you can? I don't have absolute knowledge. If I were to enter into maybe Joel Austin's church, I would tell them that, Charlie, I can do evangelism. Where is the evangelism team? I can join the prayer team. And it's there. When I, maybe as I am there, no? Then we are all praying, praying, praying. Uh, if God wants me to see one or two, be there. Or maybe many. Me kansuna eno krenye be mwambe yu me chikwai. You know be so? You have to put yourself in, in a position where you'll be working for the Lord with your faith. So if, whether you are in ashes, you are in music, you are in finance, wherever you are, or you have not joined any team yet, as a child of God, one of our duties, the duties of our faith, is to be laboring and servicing the faith of other people. Including people we are introducing to Christ, those who are already in Christ. That's why the Bible will say that, pay attention to those who are weak in your midst. Those ones strengthen. To strengthen people is a lot. Because sometimes you yourself, you are sick. And you have to take care of the sick. You know so? Hello? Hello? Some of the doctors who treat you, they are unwell. But they have to attend to you. It's, when it comes to the missionary, you are not just thinking about yourself. One time, one of our singers here, she was so unwell. She came to seem so powerful when she finished and she went and she went to vomit all everywhere. And I said, hey, and you were jumping like that. I said, that in a man day. <laughs> man day. Yeah, one of them, so unwell, who would just do powerful praise and worship. Who do fear. A human being and a wife. Because it has been killing people since. But he feels that his protection, his security is in that which he does. Because doctors have not been able to explain 
Charlie, everybody is sacrificing something. No? Sitting down like this for me to be talking like that. Uh, you too, you are sacrificing things because some mutual somewhere, some <laughs> girls' girls' party somewhere. Charlie, maybe I just decided that you have to be here. You know me so. No, let's be real. You know me so. Tell someone we are doing this thing. If we are jumping, we are jumping. We are shouting, we are shouting. And we are making sure that we will make impact on the faith of people. Is it a family preaching talk? It's our year of mission, so. Me, if you ever meet me, the thing you don't want to do for Christ, when you go, you do double. Because you see that where you are even calling sacrifice, you know, some people have died doing hundred times that. And you will be so spared and motivated to go and do more. Some of us have been told that we can never do some things. I challenge you today that as a missionary, ha, Paul said, I can do all things. I can, you will be surprised the kind of things you can do when you just say, look, now no, I'm not the emotional person people should be motivating. I'm the one motivating people. You'll be surprised. You'll be surprised at not knowing you are a healer and you have made yourself a patient all this while. Hey! Not knowing you are a savior. Kai, receive that grace in Jesus' name. I see it happening. I say, receive it in Jesus' name. One more time. I say, receive it in the name of Jesus. Hey. It's powerful. Verse 18. Wow. For the same cause also do ye joy and rejoice with me. You see that, Charlie? The thing it works. The same cause when you two you start sacrificing for other people. You see that you two know you'll be having what? Joy. That's the missionary's faith. And if it is not so, why should I leave Accra to go to Kokrontumi for missions? Why? What is wrong with me? You know, you don't leave the city to go to the village. It's village people who leave village to come to Accra. No, so. But we have work to do there. And when you are going in your mind, the shower will not be there. Yeah. The shower will not be there. You might not get fried rice there. Or Chinese. Which Chinese restaurant? Which one? You will get friend um, Buchia with firewood inside. Chale, with some pan, be that the body has become black. Alomi pan. Just do the nkakra. The nkakra is full of smoke. It's full of everything. And you must be ready to sacrifice. Are you here, please? Are you here? I keep telling people that don't tell I have allergies. I have allergies because where you are going to appear, no? <laughs> where you are going to appear, no? Your allergies must disappear. Are you here? Is somebody here? Are we talking something here? Be real. Yeah, hey. Allergies. Allergies. 
You can't have allergies. So. At the level we are going in there. So I'm allergic to smell. I'm allergic to smell. Spray. You meet human being. You see that the, the person there is the spray. You can't be allergic to that person. You must still give them the word of life and tutor them. So I'm sure I'll be able to say, Mimpewe, 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 Mimpewe. But in Christ, there's neither male nor female, circumcised or uncircumcised, Gentile or Jew. All men are important to Christ. Are you here at all? Praise the Lord. Let us pray that we will win a lot of people for Christ. Starting from believers who for some reason they don't feel the pump to serve God again, to come to church again, to do the things that God wants them to do. You, you, our job is to go and excavate them. What's the word? I can't hear you. What's the word? I'm not hearing you at all. What's the word? Excavate. <laughs> it's not just even an acaso again. You are, we are going to. Have you seen an excavator working before? Or the best show was and put the person in the tray and drive away. You are hauling the person to Christ. That's our job. Ask somebody, do you know someone who is not in church yet? And gradually, gradually, they are backsliding. Do you know someone who is not in church and has decided to follow the negati negative news in church? What can you do? Ask somebody, what can you do as a missionary? Ask them, what can you do? Because let me tell you that the, the success of a missionary is not in your ability to always bring in new people. But your ability also to sustain older people who may have fallen off. That's your success. Your ability to repair people and get them to be on their feet. That's, that's part of the anointing you and I we have. Yes, I almost say I know say, but God knows we are here, and God knows we can do something about it. Praise the Lord. And I know you can do something about it also. Please let's be on our feet. Tell someone we have work to do and we are going to do it. Charlie, Bible says that the one who went to pick the one sheep that was missing, when he put the sheep on the shoulders and was coming, he was rejoicing. Come and cry. Man, I'm caught chain nobody. That's our job. Every day I'm saying, ah, God, today did you clap for me? Because I'll be asking myself, what have I done today for heaven to rejoice with my faith? Because my faith is not to come and get plenty money. As for the money there, I will get to. Sure, this morning before I preached, I was showing one sister how to get money. But money there, as I say, but it's to facilitate the purpose for which we also came here. Is that not so? Yeah. But we got work to do. Hey, suffer. 
opportunity when who girl I open no oh one who chill him sorry no about say oh uncle kawe tuya bo amia nka bo am un say a kind abai wa no but you must uphold the laboring and the sacrifice and say adie kind down nanso mami labor na me sacrifice mia mi ni me a joe boy mami labor na ma sacrifice say we no kind ho am to me blow no anopa ni ewia ni anadwo but media check, far dear check. Chadia, Chadia. Nama nipanin tin tim non yeni pakesi, and I can say, hey, wait. Ten years after now, it's start time, Nami Bow, Nami Blomcroft, what about? Baby, be Tom, I come as you say, one no, Mammy Blow. I met Danyamia, I say, Memblo, and then the wire doctor was I preaching my Christ with Anyamias. That's a reality. Oh, is that not a reality? That's a reality. Father, we thank you. Give me what it takes to labor. For the sacrifice and service of the faith of others. Sacrifice and service of the faith of others. Many people are bleeding. Many people are they are not finding their feet. But give me the grace to be able to help them. In the mighty name of Jesus. Can you open your mouth and say that, that prayer to the Lord? Let me be the encourager. Let me be the strengthener. Let me be the comforter. Let me be the one that will go and fetch someone. Yes. Let me be the one that will rise up to do what you have called me to do. Let me be able to patch up with, with people that I've had broken channels and broken lines with. And for all you know, it's nothing but ask the Holy Spirit for strength and direction. Let me restore my love, my connection with people. It's in connection that there can be flow. Connection will cause circulation. I want to be able to circulate the anointing, the ministry, the gift. listening to the testimony word broadcast from the keepers house chapel international locate us at madina estate accra off the social welfare road between the gulf Lane station and wawan washing bay follow us on facebook at the keepers house chapel international podcast and audio rima at reverend francis Auburn. visit our website at www.keepershousechapel.org one word for further information call 244 177 831 or 0204 916 168 Experiencing Jesus Bethany Ministries